All right, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. Jeff here with the Drive Home Pod. Uh, what an eventful week this has been, uh, both for me, for football, just in general. Um, but one of the reasons me and Brad didn't get a pod out this week uh, was I was very sick, and then people in my family were sick. Uh, not COVID or anything like that, just kind of like very, uh, very serious cold symptoms, high fevers, um, lots of, you know, thick coughs, stuff like that, stuff we don't want to talk about here on the pod. But basically, I just didn't have time to, to talk, and I know you guys are probably like, Tom Brady literally renounced his retirement, and Jeff doesn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. You guys know I love Tom Brady. But honestly, this has been one of the unquestionable best two-ish weeks in the history of off-season NFL. I'm going to put that out there. I, I just think that what we currently have going for us in today's NFL is transaction, and that is a good thing. Teams improving, teams not improving. Um, where your favorite team is could be completely different literally 24 hours later. It's just bonkers starting back with you know what we had already talked about last week on the podcast Russell Wilson going to the Broncos and Aaron Rodgers deciding to stay in Green Bay well let's go ahead and get right into Green Bay because just last you know I don't know two days ago last night whenever it was yeah last night St. Patrick's Day Devontae Adams traded uh to the Las Vegas Raiders to the AFC West um you know because that's an absolute arms race out there For a first-round pick and a second-round pick, and my first reaction when I seen this wasn't even that Devontae Adams is going to be perfect in Las Vegas, because I think he will. My first reaction was, Aaron Rodgers has to be so pissed. Like, he's got to be so pissed. But at the same token, and it's really funny because I was literally um, messaging somebody, and and, uh, I won't say we were arguing, but we were talking back and forth via Facebook, and I put out there that Aaron Rodgers is, is... He's going to be a regular season MVP forever, but he's never going to win another playoff game if he's taking $50 million. And, you know, everybody wants to to like laugh and like think this is some joke. It's a proven method over the last 10 years that nobody getting over 12% of the cap outside of Tom Brady has even won a Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers is getting over that. So until that's proven otherwise... It ain't going to happen. Now, I will say this. Once Tom Brady does officially retire, obviously he's coming back. We haven't really talked about that on the pod, but he's coming back. You know, everybody knows that by now. When he does officially retire, I do believe there will be more quarterbacks that will make it over that threshold. But right now, you have quarterbacks on rookie deals, and you have Tom Brady who's not taking that max. Those alone... Those guys are showing success in this league. You guys, you have Joe Burrow, who last year was in the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, who won the Super Bowl last year, not making over 13%. Uh, Justin Herbert on the come up. Patrick Mahomes just a couple years ago was on that rookie deal still. Uh, Tom Brady has doesn't take over that 13%. Um, you've just seen more and more of those players. Now, Russell Wilson's actually getting paid, but at the same token... He's not getting that top value that he was just a couple of years ago. His contract's now affordable because of the salary cap and stuff. So 
Aaron Rodgers is just in, he's in a different spot. He wants to get that $50 million a year, which is completely fine. But he also wants to win Super Bowls, and you can't have the talent around you. The best receiver in football just left you. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think the best football, the best wide receiver in football leaves the best quarterback in football if A, he believes he's the best quarterback, and B, he enjoys playing with him. I think there's a little bit of like, I'm sorry, but Aaron Rodgers is all about himself. I think Devontae Adams is truly as close to Derek Carr as people say he is. And he wanted to play with Carr, and he wanted to be a Raider. And the Raiders were willing to pay him. So huge on them. I think it's a magnificent fit. Uh, the question I want to pose to the audience, and I, I can't wait to talk to Brad about this, but who's the worst team in the AFC West? And with answering that question, what is their record? Because I believe the worst team in the AFC West this coming year, just based off what we've already seen, my gosh, the free agency has been unreal. The trades have been unreal. We haven't seen a whole lot. and Obviously, the draft hasn't even happened yet. But right now, I think it's the Broncos. But I still think they win 11 games. So literally, I think for the first time in NFL history, a team will finish fourth in their division but win 11 games, which is absolutely bonkers. Like, that's unheard of. I think we also could potentially see a team finish third while winning 12 games. Yes, you heard that correctly. 12, third place in their division, but winning 12 games. I am just, I am, I don't even have words for what the AFC West is. If, if you're listening to this and you're not completely football nerd, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders are all AFC West teams. Obviously, all have great quarterbacks. And now every single team's adding pass rushers and now wide receivers and then second wide receivers and then third wide receivers. <coughs> Sorry about that. It's just right now what you have in the current AFC West is just crazy. The Raiders obviously adding Devontae Adams. Uh, Moving on here uh, to the new breaking news that just dropped 30 minutes ago when I'm recording this. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. We've been talking about Deshaun Watson for months and months and months. And there's been different teams that we've been talking about in different scenarios And then over the last couple of days, there was a team surface that hadn't been talked about. Matter of fact, even last week when me and Brad recorded uh, the podcast and we were talking about Carson Wentz and we brought up Baker Mayfield, at no point did we ever talk about Deshaun Watson going to the Browns. Well, the Browns surfaced and were initially told no, they were not in on him. And then Baker, after that was literally like an hour after Deshaun Watson notifies the Browns, Baker notifies the Browns he wanted a trade. He's like, not only are you not getting Deshaun Watts, you're not getting me either. And the Browns pretty much immediately informed Baker's camp that they're also not going to honor his trade. So basically it was like an arms, you know, a, a stalemate, button heads. Well, today, out of nowhere, not only does Deshaun Watson sign with, not only does he get traded to the Browns, but he signs with them. So, apparently the Falcons thought they had Deshaun Watson. Uh, Apparently the Falcons thought it was literally theirs. Um, But the Browns called up Deshaun Watson and said, 
we would like you to pay you what you're worth. And that's what got the deal done. A five-year, $240 million extension, which is good for $48 million a year. That's right there with Patrick Mahomes. That's right there with Josh Allen. Actually, I think that's more than Josh Allen. And it's right there with Aaron Rodgers. So the top three quarterbacks paid in the league, are, you're going to see Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. Absolutely crazy. Um but the Browns have felt they were a quarterback away, and I've felt they're a quarterback away. And there's a lot of people that are listening to this podcast who think they're a quarterback away. And Baker, though I've been on record so many times as he is 100% the guy to get them to like to get them over the hump. Unfortunately, he got them to the hump. He just couldn't get them over it. Like he got them out of poverty. But he couldn't quite get them. He couldn't quite get them to a point where they were like dominant. And it, it just, it, I don't even know how to say it. Like Baker's a, a good quarterback. He's good, but he's limited. And the Browns needed somebody more. And Deshaun Watson isn't limited. Uh, Deshaun Watson is a very good freak athlete quarterback. And despite his off-the-field off issues that I'm sure some people are going to have issues with, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying that I I look at things strictly for sports. And uh, as of right now, it doesn't sound like he's going to be going to jail for any of these charges. So it, it the Browns made the trade, and it's a blockbuster trade. So uh, as far as the Houston Texans, who already... Um, in my opinion, have a quarterback. I think Davis Mills is actually way better than people think. Um, a team that was projected to basically not win any games, Davis Mills was thrusted into that lineup and played extremely well, like extremely well. And you could argue that team was purposely trying to tank, and Davis Mills was a very good quarterback. Um, he was better than Justin Fields last year. He's better than Trevor Lawrence last year. Um, shoot, he was better than Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones is in, like, year four. I, I think Davis Mills is great. So they're going to get three first-round picks from the Browns, three of them, okay? They're going to get a second-round pick and a third. Again, I argued with people just last a couple weeks ago about the values of quarterbacks getting traded, and I hit this one on the head. I, this one ends up being five picks. So um, lots of detail there. Lots to discuss. Um, I can't wait to talk about it with Brad. I know he has his opinions as well. Um, this is just, it's a, it's a bonkers trade. Five picks is kind of kind of unheard of, but the Browns get Watson in a fifth. So, oh boy. So, just here to give you an idea of what people are making. The most guaranteed money ever on a single contract, Deshaun Watson, $230 million guaranteed from the Browns. It is the most. Patrick Mahomes, his his half a half a billion dollar deal, five hundred million. Only one hundred forty one of that was guaranteed, and a lot of that has to do with the length of it and the fact that they have so many injury clauses built in. They couldn't guarantee all of it, but the Browns are like, here's five years, and here's pretty much all of it up front to you. So, I think that's huge. Uh, it's uh, Rogers is the second place, and it's what he just signed, one hundred fifty million, um, and then. Josh Allen's is 150 million. Patrick Mahomes 141. Dak Prescott 126. So, yeah, I just think that 
you, you can look at the you can look at a lot of things but as of right now the AFC North is a, is a division that really nobody's talking about as a team as a division that's in an arms race but it is and the Browns see that and they were limited at quarterback and they needed to upgrade especially when you see Joe Burrow who's playing in a Super Bowl and Lamar Jackson who should be getting a contract extension anytime now I don't know what the holdup is there but um, he seems like he's still a threat he was just hurt last year so wow uh, exciting couple of days in football uh, talk about a little bit about Adams talked a little bit about Deshaun Watson um, let's talk a little bit before about Baker Mayfield before I jump off here Baker Mayfield is a starting quarterback in this league and can win you a playoff game I don't know that he's a Super Bowl winner unless the roster's really good the Browns roster was really good and he didn't get him one so I guess that's really uh I don't know it depends who you ask I, I personally I I'm not a Baker guy I don't hate him I just don't think he's elite uh, I don't think he's ever throwing 40 touchdowns in a year and in in dominating a game, throwing five touchdowns on you, and the very next week throwing four more. It's just he's just not that kind of guy. He's very much a let's run the ball 30 times, we'll play action it, we'll get it downfield, we'll manage the game. But it just seems like he always has that costly pick. So yeah, I don't know. I uh, t- take take that with a grain of salt, but. I've never been uh, the biggest Baker guy. As far as landing spots for him, Colts make a lot of sense. Seahawks make a lot of sense. I don't think he's included in this deal for the Texans because the Texans were probably trying to get as much compensation as possible, and they have Davis Mills. I think the Browns were trying to keep Baker so that they can try and get compensation back. I don't think they see a first-round pick for Baker, and that'll tell you right there of the kind of quarterback that everybody in this league envisions Baker Mayfield as. Deshaun Watson just went for three first-round picks. Baker won't even – I don't think he'll get one first-round. I think he'll go for a second-round pick roughly. We'll see if I'm right. Uh, Carson Wentz did just go for two second-round picks, so maybe it's two second-round picks, or maybe it's a second and a third. I don't think there's a first-round pick included. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess time will tell, and we will see. Um, I don't have too much more to add. Uh, We're closing in on the 15-minute mark. March Madness is here. I hope you guys are enjoying that. Lots of football. Gosh, it's crazy that literally baseball free agency is going on right now slash spring training. March Madness is going on right now. The NBA is literally heating up towards the playoffs. And what are we talking about? The NFL. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Uh, This is the Drive Home Pod. This is Jeff. Hope you guys are digging this. Uh, We'll get you back next week on another brand new podcast. I'm out. Real talk.